0: Okay, a good nerve of Shabbos, however, Let us keep going. I think there's some people keep uh, coming on, but uh, we'll we'll get started. We'll let them on as we uh, as we move along. So we're in the middle of Chelak Beis, the second Chelak of Bovavi, in Perak Yud Gimel, chapter thirteen, and we are uh, a little more than halfway through. And Beis Hashem, we uh, are, you know, we will uh, finish up uh, Perak Yud Gimel today as we move along in clarifying the topic of. Tefillah, specifically the forms of tefillah and the essence, uh, the essence of tefillah. And last week, Bobavi specifically focused on that the most practical way to address HaKadosh Baruch Hu is in second form. And that's why there's certain parts of davening that are louder, certain parts that are quieter. You don't need to shout when somebody's mom is right next to you. So during Shemayin Asray, which is the epitome of tefillah, it's the highest form of prayer when my mom conversing with HaKadosh Baruch Hu, you're not allowed to say it out loud. Because the louder the, vo- the voice, the more distant we are showing is the listener. So we say it in very, very quiet terms to to notice and to realize. That the Rupan Hashanah is like momish with us. In Halavai we have that throughout the day. But we don't, we don't. So there's parts of davening that are... Permitted and sometimes even proper to be said out loud, and then parts of the davening, like Esrei, which you're not supposed to say out loud. It's supposed to. It, it signifies that Hakadosh Baruch is mamish, uh, uh, mamish with us. Okay, let's keep uh, let's keep moving along. We're up to Amru Amru Chazal. So Amru Chazal, there's a. This is a, a very powerful idea. Chazal say an expression words that emanate from the heart, enter the heart. Okay, this is a well-known phrase, it's a well-known phrase. So the, the simple way that this is to be understood, and I always understood it, and we should understand it, is that if you want words to be heard, if you want it to enter someone else's heart, then They need to be, they have to emanate from your own heart. You have to know and feel what you're saying. You have to believe in what you're saying. If the words that I'm saying are coming from my heart, they could enter the heart. Okay, now listen to this. This is incredible. The Holy svarim explain... It doesn't only mean that words that emanate from the heart enter someone else's heart. You know what else this means? This means it's referring to the words of the speaker need to enter their own heart. The same words that I'm speaking has to enter the heart of the one who spoke it. You're not only talking to somebody else, We're talking. you're talking to yourself, which by the way is so consistent with how Vavavi's Training us and teaching us how to build a relationship with Hakadosh Baruch Hu. How do you build the Vakas? by conversing, by speaking with Hakadosh Baruch Hu. and being sincere in, in it? It's the, the more min It's entering our hearts in a uh, in an even deeper fashion. Certainly, in order to have an impact on somebody else, this is true. If your words, if my words don't enter my own my own heart of the speaker, they can't enter somebody else's heart either. Why? How does this work? So the Bavavi explains. Remember, we learned prayer is making yourself a receptacle for tefillah making ourselves a receptacle for bracha, we could daven for something and it comes, we're mamish acquiring it. But if we get something without fila, it might be there. We haven't fully created a receptacle, so it's not going to be kulay bracha. It can't be all bracha. If I myself am not a receptacle, for my own words, other people that listen, like, them that I'm not giving them the receptacle necessary. I need to be a receptacle for my own words. And this way, when I share it with somebody else, I can give them the words as well as the receptacle for it. Because then the one who's speaking is not only giving over the words, we're giving over the receptacle for the words as well. And that's what allows it to be impacted. Kate And how's this done? If a person strives with everything that they have to receive my own words, The words come to the listeners with a built-in receptacle. I need to have a receptacle. I need to know my own words. I have to feel my own words. That's the greatest chance that it has for it to be an impact. Now, how does this come around? How does this come around? This is good. This is When a person Davins, and my words emanate from my heart, it's going to enter my own heart. Those same words will return to his own heart. What does this mean? My own my own is strengthened through my tefillah. The Rebbe Hashem gave us such a tremendous kindness that every word of tefillah that we have creates further tefillah, creates further emuna. not just for me, for others. So the more I speak it out, the more I'm becoming a receptacle for the very words that I'm saying, but I need to have it emanate from my heart. Adam, <laughs> Yeah, a person is working on on, on a emuna ashgachah pratess. I did tefillah who misharesh b'chazaras a ashgachah pratess. itself will instill a deeper amuna. and therefore, in beemes, if in truth writes adam shkaz broch If I really want Rebbeinu to answer my tefillahs, if the, if I really want my tefillah to accomplish something, who chay of lies mekabel. I myself need to receive the words that I'm davening I have to be in it I have to be present in it I have to feel those words and the more I feel the words of my tefillah <clears throat> the greater my own emunah grows and the greater my own emunah grows as a receptacle now when those words are shared with somebody else I'm giving them the words of tefillah as well, and they're also, uh, they also have access to the receptacle of it and then the hashpad the influence is just greater on uh, greater on everybody it's fascinating. It's fascinating. Just to pause on this for a minute. To the word in Hebrew for influence is hashpa. Hashpa. You know, somebody's uh, works with Yidden and helps Yidn, teaches Torah, but doesn't have an official position. They're called a mashpia. Called a mashpia. And yeah, fortunately, I don't want to use the word influencer because that takes us, uh, the world's taking that word now. We call them somebody has somebody who has influence in a real way on others. The word mashpia to influence, the root is shefa. Shefa is abundance. The more I make myself, the more the cup overflows. You can't really influence others without Shefa. If I myself have an emptiness, if you yourself have an emptiness, if somebody who wants to have ashpa has an emptiness, so then there's nothing to overflow. And it doesn't really enter the heart of others because it hasn't really entered your own heart. It's the more we have an influence on ourselves, the more we connect with something, in its most truest fashion, within tefillin, I grow my amuna now hashpa'a happens because now it 's just overflowing and it uh, and it impacts uh, it, it impacts others. Indians hate and this goes back to the story that we learned last week yeah, that we brought earlier the guy walks into the storefront umk and he wants a bottle of soda. The seller says, sure, here's the soda. The consumer removes his hand. And the bottle falls on the floor. So tefillah, prayer, is the receptacle. Like we learned before. It's a clay kibble. Many times we dive into Hashem. And it doesn't play out the way that we envisioned one one of the reasons, there's obviously so much, you know, <laughs> that the Rebunshim ultimately is going to decide the impact of a prayer. But one of the sebus, one of the um, uh, reasons for this is, <speaking in Hebrew> it's because we haven't made our, tefila, our prayer into a, a proper receptacle. <speaking in Hebrew> a person to the Kayak of Tvila is Bacabal, he accepts more amuna, nimsa you'll find that your prayer is itself a receptacle for amuna, and then it just keeps going. And yes, it just keeps going. But if we're davening for something specific, if it's about the details, it's about the money, it's about the it's about the cleared sinuses, it's about whatever we're davening for. If, that's, it's, if it's more about the detail and less about building a receptacle of amuna, so now the tefillah itself is not going to accomplish as much. If it's just to fulfill a request and it's not instilling in me a deeper amuna, kach So the, the whole inner essence of tefillah is lacking and therefore the potency of the tefillah is, uh, is lacking as well. Okay. Says Bovavi, let us wrap up the parak with a simple point. I want to bring out a simple point. Well, Avonas Advar, in order to create clarity of what I'm going to explain, let's use the well-known story of Rabbi Akiva with the soft water that was boring a hole into the hard rock. Kol tipa v'tipa befrei atzma. Each drop of water by itself. If you were to come and check. What's happening here? You see a drop of water on a stone. A drop born on a stone. If you were to come check it out. This, this is doing nothing. Yeah, We're going to be here for a while. But all of a sudden you have... Hundreds and thousands and millions of drops. Now the significant effect of the drops starts to become clear. So too it is in Avaidas Hashem. In general, and specifically when it comes to tefillah that we that we're dealing with. When, when's the last time any of us took? One minute of our growth, or one minute of our davening, one minute of our learning, and walked away for that one minute being like, Oh, I'm a changed person. Change takes time, it takes <laughs> things don't happen right away, and things that do happen over uh, right away usually are not uh, uh, long lasting and productive. But we should know that when it comes to tefillah and it comes to Avaida Hashem. The goal is that Tfila will place in the heart divine providence. Except you're not going to notice this daily. Sometimes you notice this when like you see a friend once a year, and then the next time you see them, you just realize like you're in a different space and a different place than you were a year before. Something changed this year. There was growth, there was development. But you're not going to notice it, you know, within the day by day. In the regular tefillah, the moment before I daven, I felt a certain way. Do I feel any, uh, any more amuna afterwards? So the truth is, says the Bovavi, There's no specific instrument that we have in place to be able to, to measure the impact that tefillah is is having on me, Elamai? So what are we supposed to do if there's no real uh, barometer here? So what do we do? The tefillah itself has to be done in a way where it's strengthening a muna in a person. That's that has to be my goal. I'm, I'm davening. I'm, I'm building a muna, I'm building my connection to Baruch And when you uh, check out the uh, hashpah, the influence that it has, you're only going to be able to figure it out over the course of uh, quite some time. The same way water impacted, the soft water impacted the hard stone. When it comes to the whole approach of tefillah has to be not for the specifics of what I'm davening for, but to instill amuna in myself, to instill Amuna in myself—that's what I'm doing when I show up to David. When I instill a moon in myself, then when I ask for the new shoes, and when I ask for the the health, and when I ask for the, the release from captivity, and when I when I ask for anything, but the, just a clarity of mind and removal of anxiety and and uh, any, mamish anything that we need both to function and to breathe and eyesight and anything that's there, it has to be done in a way where it's, not, it's less about that and more about instilling the imuna in, uh, in myself. That is going to play a very strong role as to what sort of impact my tefillah is going to have. Zui This is a basic introduction to the process of davening. When a person speaks to the creator of the world. This itself is like wild. To speak to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, the creator of everything. And my goal is to speak to you like you. You're here. Your mom is here with me. This itself is a schos. This itself is beyond... A crazy opportunity. When a person recognizes this, he knows. And I know that this that this gives real value to uh, to davening. My whole davening is going to be carried out with such simcha and uh, tremendous 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 inspiration just from this this opening understanding of what we're doing when it comes to tefillah and what's being created, and the receptacle that's being created, and the muna that's being developed, and the impact that it's having on my own heart, and the extension of that, of how it can impact others, which just extends, hashkacha brought this, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Yeh Bezreinu, HaKadosh should give us the siyat of should give us the help, Laham Shechul advarim to keep moving along, and to clarify the matter more, So we should merit in truth, to cling to HaKadosh Baruch for all of our days, Amen. Okay, Amen to that for sure. That uh, that's the uh, completion of the thirteenth parakim. Bez Hashem. Next week, we will pick up from here on Thursday night. Uh, we got uh, first night of Hanukkah, Bez Hashem. So uh, whoever's available, I'm looking forward to uh, learning with everybody. Let's uh, assume it'll be the same time, eight forty-five PM Central. Have a wonderful, wonderful Shabbos.